Hello, everybody. Welcome to IntelliCast. I thought the music really, like, it was, it was, like, startling how fast it went away that time. Um, we haven't done the music intro in a while. Thank you for listening, everybody. This is IntelliCast, and this is Season 4, Episode 23, which is crazy that we've done close to 200 episodes of this. Uh, we really appreciate you all listening, and this is going to be a SampleCon preview. Uh, before we get to the guests, I'll just mention this is brought to you by EMI Research Solutions. You can reach us at IntelliCast at emi-rs.com. Please follow us on Twitter uh, at EMI underscore research or IntelliCast1, and you can leave a voicemail. Text us 513-401-5463. Joining me today, first off, is producer Brian Peterson. Hello, Brian. Hey, how are you? Wonderful. And also, our special guest comes in, I guess, a couple times, two or three times a year. I'm always glad to have her. It's Mary Draper. She's our senior research manager and, most importantly, in my opinion, our network quality officer. Hey, Mary. Hi. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, so exciting. I feel like we talked about SampleCon feels like five years ago. It was a little, <laughs> about a year and a half ago, I guess, but it feels like so long ago. And now we're going to be talking about the next SampleCon today, so I'm excited. Me as well. It, that was the last conference that I attended. It does feel like it was ages ago. Yeah, um, I can't imagine going to an. I think you've been to an airport. I haven't been to an airport since, I guess, then. Um, so, man, I think just traveling will be weird. Being around people is going to be weird. Being at a conference will be weird. And so we're going to break it down. We're going to break down the agenda. Um, Mary has an opinion statement, I think, that she wants to make a special topic, which I'm really excited about. And so I guess we can get right into it, Brian, unless you think otherwise. No, um, I just think I have you two beat. I haven't left the Dayton, Cincinnati metro area in oh, 19 wow. months. So oh, there you go. God. Oh, wow. Just driving up and down 75. That's fun. Yep. <laughs> so I have done some traveling over the past year. Um, but definitely not to a setting where, you know, the goal is networking and intentionally having face-to-face conversations and meals with people who you aren't immediately related to or who are in your direct <laughs> circle. So it will yeah. be interesting. I think one thing that they mentioned as we were um, preparing for the conference is that there will be some sort of a um, system that helps identify someone's comfort level. Um, nice. with having certain interactions. So I really appreciate that about the conference. I'm, I'm open to it. I feel pretty comfortable about heading into this situation, but I do understand that there are people who are not and want to be respectful of people's space and, and yeah. boundaries. So I appreciate that there will be some kind of way that we will be able to communicate that with people without saying like, you know, holding up the football arm, the, <laughs> the straight arm and telling people yeah. to stay six feet back. So. Uh, well, very you, interesting to see what I'm interested to see how the dynamic is going to go in the networking sessions. Yeah. And one thing I do know is that knowing Rachel Altman, as we know her really well, we have for years, she's awesome. She will have thought this through to make sure everybody is comfortable. And she knows that this is the first big conference uh, since COVID and in some ways there's probably some pressure in some ways, I don't think there, there should be any pressure, but she probably feels a little bit of pressure to make it, make it successful. In my opinion, you just get a hundred people that want to talk about sample in a room for a day. And that's, that's, that, that's a checkbox to me. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, but you'll see here in a second, if you haven't seen the content or if you're going to sample con and maybe you're a speaker and you're listening now, the content is just incredible. Um, 
super impressed with how the board handled the content this year. It's probably a tough year to think about content and what to prioritize and things like that. But yeah, back to kind of the, the conference itself. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I, don't, I bet the room won't look completely like a conferences did two years ago, but maybe it'll be pretty close. What do you, what are your expectations, Mary? Do you, what do you think it'll look like? You know, I don't know. I do feel, I do feel like I'm going to walk into the room and it is going to be similar to the sample cons or conferences that we've seen in the past, maybe a bit more spaced out. But um, I also do think that this happens to be a conference, which I think is a little bit different than maybe, you know, some of the bigger scale conferences like IEX, where uh, the guest list of attendees isn't always as consistent. But I do think that there are some people who attend SampleCon who are regulars, and we work together so much in the industry that we do feel a bit more um you know, not maybe not necessarily as family, but we are connected and we see each other often in this setting. So I don't expect it to be very, very different, but I'm curious. I, I can't picture it because I feel like nothing's the same. So it's hard for yeah. me to envision. And if you just look at the agenda, it looks just like a previous agenda. You know, there's mm-hmm. lots of sessions and there's you can choose options with like round tables and there's happy hours and opening dinners and there's networking events. Um, it's crammed packed with stuff. And that's what I would expect at most conferences. And I'm, I'm glad they didn't adjust it in this case. I agree. I do think that some of the networking events are going to take place outdoors. So that's a safer setting. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I just imagine for the first, I don't know, six, seven hours of this, it's like when everyone came back to our office for the first time mm-hmm. where there was a measurable amount of people that is just going to be a free for all <laughs> chatting, catching up for like six hours straight. No one's going to pay attention to what's going on on the stage. It's, Oh, I haven't talked to you in almost two years. Let's catch up. And yeah. just, I just, that's what I imagine. Yeah. They, yeah. they almost need to build that session. in. like, this is just a catch up session. <laughs> Yeah. Go hug everybody. I do think there will be a far more fist bumps and hand hand sanitizer usage than probably in previous conferences. Yeah. Do you think they're going to color code people's badges? Like, okay, if you're red, stay six feet back. Orange, okay, you can stand within three feet. And then it gets to fist bump, handshake, all the way down to, all right, we can hug. Like, is that what you're kind of imagining? That's what I'm imagining. Yeah. Well, we we shall see. We'll know next week in just a few days. Um, I'll send I'll send pictures. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the content. Um, browsing through this is just amazing. I highlighted a few that I like. Um, I don't know if Mary, do you want to start with a couple that you're looking forward to? Maybe a couple of the topics for speakers. Um, I'll talk about a couple of the topics. I appreciate that. Um, well, I guess kind of jumping ahead to Tuesday, kind of where we get into the meat of things that one of the first sessions we will have of the morning will be future proofing our industry. That's a topic that, um, I'm very interested in right now. I, I do think that the landscape of online data collection is changing and sample and the way we recruit, um, and how how we incentivize respondents. Just for, so many things are changing and fluctuating. Um, and the last year's events have changed the landscape of our business. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing um, 
how we are thinking about as an industry approaching next steps and making sure that we stay relevant. Yep. I like that one as well. And kind of similar to that, that's one thing I love about SampleCon in general is that it talks about very, well, very broad challenges for the entire industry, which is awesome. And then it also gets down to the details and kind of nuts and bolts and very specific technical aspects of sampling primarily. Um, similar to what that topic, the opening day, like a Monday, I'm so, I so wish I was going, I'm not attending obviously, but um, the round table discussions on Monday, mm-hmm. I want to be in both of them. Like, I don't know if you can go to both of them, but there's a collaboration as a new competition led by Priscilla McKinney. And I truly believe that um, all this collaboration is necessary for our industry to work together to solve common challenges. Um, so I'm interested to see what that roundtable bubble emerge from that. And then I always love the talent and the insights industry led by Katie Gross of Suzy. Glad to see her being there in a, in a new role. And um, that's that's been a topic for the past few years about maintaining talent in our industry and the impact of things like non-competes. And because, we're you know, we're a really small industry and we it's very incestuous. And so... Mm-hmm. Keeping talent in the industries, but it's challenging for companies to do. It's challenging for people, um, but it's unfortunately it's something we have to talk about. So th- that's another kind of broader issue that I really liked. I agree. Um, the next session that I think I'm really interested in, there's a breakout session that's also um, exploring quality and how we move the needle on the insights industry. Um, challenge that we have. So I, I appreciate that we'll have a panel there that is not just, you know, sample providers. Uh, looks like we have Ipsos represented there. JD Power will have um, Research Defender, who we have a very good relationship with um, Vignesh and his team, Imperium, um, and a few other speakers and companies represented. So I, I appreciate that we're going to be uh, having a look into quality from a lot of different perspectives, not just from the supplier, um, also the the client and the the different platforms that we have that help monitor fraud and, and block bots and things like that. No, I completely agree. And it's so funny you said that one, because if we were attending, I was really looking forward to the competitive breakout session at the same exact time. So it would be <laughs> for us to divide up and conquer. You could go the quality one, which I, I agree. I love that one. That's going to be incredible to watch. But I love the other breakout at the same time, which is the perils of California AB2257 and the prospects for other insights policy initiatives. And Howard Feinberg of the Insights Association, if you don't know who he is, he is a rock star for our industry, navigating this weird legislative world around privacy and other things that impact our industry. Uh, Melanie Courtright and Howard Feinberg in a breakout session talking about that. Man, I would that's worth the price of admission, honestly, just to have them to talk about that. So I would go to that one while you're at the quality one, and then we'd compare notes later. That'd be fun. I agree. They did a webinar maybe about a month or so ago um, on this topic as well. And it was very interesting. A lot of good information comes out of that. So it it is difficult to not have the ability to split yourself and be in both. But um, for me, the the quality perspective is top of my, obviously I'm the network quality officer here at EMI. So that's one of the really important topics to me, but I do, I have a passion for quality and I think that we have to be thinking about, um, 
quality in a variety of different ways. We all own that process. It's not just on the respondent to make sure that they're giving good data. It's on the researchers to design better surveys. It's on the recruiters who are bringing in um, supply from different platforms to make sure that they're recruiting from healthy sources. So I'm very interested in that session. Yeah, absolutely. Um, an interesting session that I found um, is, first of all, it has a great title. That's intriguing title, which would maybe make me want to attend it. Why Amazon is the best panel company. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, I'm on a front row seat for that just because what the, what the content is of, I mean, he's got a full 50 minutes presentation also on the main stage. So I'm kind of interested to see what the content is there. And I've thought about what it might be, but I don't want to predict, but, and I don't know the person speaking. It's Veda. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but it's Veda Kanduru from Vector Science. So kind of an interesting topic. I would look forward to that one too. Um, past that, there are some. There are a couple of breakout sessions after that one. There is the uh, session that is it qual? Is it quant? Does it even matter anymore? It looks like that's going to be led by Ted Pulsifer from Schlesinger. We have Matt Gaffney from Branded and Roddy Knowles from Feedback Loop. Now with Feedback Loop. Um, and Danielle Bluegrin from Roku. So that will be interesting. I do think we're seeing a lot more hybrid types of projects now. The lines are very blurred from Qual and Qual. And I think that that's going to continue to grow um, in the future here in our industry because of the changing landscape, because of the impact of the pandemic and face-to-face research and the different methods that we used to uh, take to do qualitative research have changed. We've had to be very agile in that respect. So I do think that that's bleeding very much more over into the the quant space. So I'm curious about uh, what that perspective will be. However, <laughs> during that same time frame, there is a breakout session that is also regarding the panelist recruitment in a rapidly changing digital environment that AdBloom will be um, the main speaker, Andrew, will be the speaker there. So I believe that's going to be the session that I attend. Yeah. The way that panels recruit respondents is one of the <laughs> primary areas that I investigate here for EMI. So yeah. that's going to be a standout session for me. That's funny you mentioned that because we could split that one up easily too, that we wouldn't be arguing about which one we'd be going to. Um, I'm so excited. You mentioned Roddy. Roddy Knowles being there from Feedback Loop. I'm so excited that he's – I think he's in, he might be in two, maybe it's just one discussion, but him getting involved is just amazing. He's incredible. And um, I think I'm hoping that as you know, the topic is it qual, is it quant, does it matter anymore? I'm hoping that kind of blends into panels because panels have almost kind of always been very distinct in that you're a qual panel or a quant panel. Mm-hmm. And the more that blurs, I think that's better for our industry. Um, we see some qual-ish panels start to and expert panels and these newer kind of panels start to try to kind of get their feet wet into quant. We need more quant respondents, especially those that are used to doing video and more qualitative exercises that have the validation and and um, confidence that they're a real human being. And we, the more we can kind of get them into the quant side, mm-hmm. the better. I think there's certainly some challenges there primarily around incentives, but um the blurring of that, I think, is will hopefully lift up the industry. The next session that's super important to me is the su- supply and demand landscape session. Um, and 
unfortunately, this is only a 45 minute session. I feel like we could have had an entire day dedicated yeah. to just this issue because we're definitely feeling the strain of that on our industry. You are a bit more familiar with some of the speakers there. If you want to talk about some of the, the host of that. Yeah. Um, Sandy Casey from Innovate, who I, I'm not aware of, but I'm sure it's awesome. But Corey Joseph is on the board and Corey is awesome from JD power. And, um, great insights that he'll provide kind of from the, they buy and, and sell, they use a lot of sample. And so they're kind of the client side and supply side as well. And Bob Fossen, obviously from Dynata and Aaron Platchin from tap Matt Hines from Scent. So just really, I would love to be in that session because this is such a relevant topic and amazing panel. I'm hoping that they, yeah, it's only 45 minutes. I think they could, they could easily do an hour and a half or something. Very easily. This is, in my opinion, one of the the top issues that we're facing right now in our industry. So I'm very curious to see the feedback from this team and what the takeaway, what the action items are going to be and how we best communicate to our clients to set expectations and where we think this is going to go within the next 90 days, six months to a year. How long do we think we're going to be feeling the strain and and what action items are suppliers going to take to um, boost their assets. Um, and then the, I guess that's the end of day two. And then day three, which is kind of a short day given the people are going to be coming home and it's West Coast. Ah, here's where this is what I, Ronnie Knowles is speaking. And what's what, why sample buyers need to up their game? Man, I hope he gets up there and just does a 45 minute rant. This is a challenge to Ronnie Knowles. I hope he has good content. If he needs some good quotes or some material, reach out to me, Roddy, because this is. Play your part. Why sample buyers need to up their game is an amazing topic. I bet he has some really cool stuff. So if you're not, if you weren't planning on staying till day three, that's worth it right there. Just that one session, in my opinion. Absolutely, that's actually the last session that I personally will be able to attend that day. Heading um, oh. back on Wednesday, so that will be my last one. Oh, you'll miss, um, man. You'll miss some good content. This always happens when you're traveling. Um, you have to make yeah. sacrifices, so I get it, but. You know, we have, you have a flight to get back and probably work the next day. That's hard to do um, because that's already – we're talking well after lunch, just that one session, East Coast time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last couple sessions are good. How to recruit and engage Gen Z, which is a tough topic. And Jamin Brazil, now at Hub UX, has started talking about that a lot from his new platform, and he'll have an awesome point of view. And then the last session – Respond and engage with an experience. I'm sure you would love to have been there, Mary. Yeah. Um, to be honest, because that feels like something that feels like a topic you could come up with yourself and good speakers as well to kind of close it out. Absolutely. I do think we have to um, keep respondents first. That's the priority. If we're not keeping our respondents happy, then that's the lifeblood of our industry. So um, I appreciate that they're going to have a session dedicated to considering that experience. And I'm, I'm curious what the content will be about moving beyond incentives, what, what the proposals are there. Um, yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to have a fellow attendee give me the clips notes of that session after afterwards. Yeah. Well, we, we went through, we, uh, we only skipped a couple of, of those sessions and those are all good too. We couldn't talk about all of them, but I mean, just a great lineup. If you work in sampling, this is it's tough to miss and understand it's hard to get to LA. Number one, we're just emerging from COVID number two, and everything's changed. And so it's a weird world, but I mean, good job for that, the board there, which we know we were a part of for a few years and especially to um, Rachel 
just done an awesome job and love to hear what your other special topic is about this conference, Mary, if you don't mind sharing. My special topic, um, <laughs> and it's not one, I don't believe we skipped over it on the agenda, but um, it, it feels like more recently the diversity and inclusion um, have been the buzzwords, and we've been talking about it a lot more as an industry, and I really appreciate that. Um, from my background, you know, I'm, I'm a biracial woman in, in our industry, and um, I re recall being in my first couple of conferences in the infancy stages of my career in market research and um, feeling very different from everyone else that was in the room. Uh, and so while I, I really appreciate how we are thinking about making sure that our um, our sample planning and the companies that we're using are more diverse companies and that we have more diverse groups of people being represented in the data sets. I also think it's as imperative for the decision makers in our industry um, and, and the influencers and some of those voices that are in sample and data collection and in market research also having a diverse landscape. So I'm, I'm hopeful uh, to see people more like me um, and people that make up more diverse backgrounds attending conferences like this. I do feel like some smaller companies and some minority businesses um, maybe female-owned companies. They usually have a pretty strong presence there. Um, but all of the different areas where we're talking about diversity and in being inclusion can be represented in sessions like this. And I don't know that they always have the budget to attend sessions like this or that the outreach to them um, is happening quite as aggressively as we do the normal big hitters. I mean, if you look at the list of attendees, um, there are some new names and some some new companies on the list, but there are also some very consistent companies that are always attending. They're always sponsoring. And right. I would love to see us as an industry take some steps to help expand the availability of attendance to some of the maybe um, smaller budgeted companies that represent different uh, diverse demographics so that they can attend and learn and contribute and, and take some tips back and help feed into their individual communities and in, in their area to help build the awareness of, of our industry in a broader sense. Um, well, Mary, thanks for saying that. That's awesome. I completely, completely agree with you. Um, I remember, I mean, we've joked about it for years of sitting in New Orleans at the conference. I remember very specifically, um, thinking and noticing the same thing that you did. And I'm glad that um, we've, I feel like we've made progress in terms of speakers and attendees at conferences mm -hmm. certainly have a long way to go, right? The, all the men, all the companies and types of companies that you mentioned are certainly um, less represented at not just this conference at lots of conferences, right? So mm -hmm. Hopefully this is a discussion that's continued to have because we need to have it. Um, the small companies, we mentioned one, action-based research, who was very small, based in Cleveland. We mm -hmm. got to know them really well. There are only a few people, and they would send two people to SampleCon every year, and that's really hard to do for a small company to send 40% of your staff or whatever it is for three days to learn about sampling, to invest the money out of their own pop give as a small business owner. 
to commit to it. That's hard for not just them. It's hard for a ton of small companies. So I'm hoping that we can create more diversity and opportunities for smaller companies, especially those that focus on, I mean, there's a lot of outages in our industry that we could focus on. Um, so I completely agree with you, but yeah, I don't know, Brian, do you, what do you, do you have any thoughts there as well? No, I think both you and Mary said it very well. Yeah. Um, the board is diverse. I, you know, mm-hmm. the former president, immediate past president, chairman, Seema Vasa, she's, you know, obviously a female and owns a business. So that's probably very influential. And that's awesome for the executive committee there. And I think honestly adding think now to the board a few years ago and Mario Carrasco, who um, focuses on minority respondents and specifically Hispanic respondents. That was a huge kind of driver, I think, to help diversity. I know he's speaking on, on the topic is, and has been speaking on the topic forever. I've seen him probably three webinars this year. He's amazing. Um, so, and then there's other females on the board as well. So I think that the momentum is that way. Um, long way to go. Absolutely. But, um, yeah. So I, I completely agree. We have, you know, we've taken some steps in the right direction. Obviously there are still, um, you know, some barriers that we can continue to knock down. I think that it's important for some of the new younger people who are in the industry when they um, come and attend conferences like that. I think the networking events are very helpful and some of the breakout sessions maybe make them feel a bit more comfortable. But, you know, if you're, you know, young 20s and you're new in the industry and you're coming to a conference like this for the first time, it's hard to, you know, take that step and go shake someone's hand and start a conversation and feel like you belong there um, because you are surrounded by a room of experts and for the most part um, in our landscape. So helping younger people feel comfortable in in the environment and, um, you know, like I said, just creating awareness for other types of people in the industry to feel like they belong here as well and that their voice and their opinions matter. Um, and that, and that they have an expertise that's just as valid or valued. Absolutely. Can't say any better than that. It's a good way to close that topic. Anything else on SampleCon? I don't think so. Are you excited to see like a bunch of individuals? I bet you are just, you know, Calvin from Protégé and all the people that we see all these conferences. I would be so excited to see everybody. It'll be so much fun, right? It is. It's going to be great. There are some people who, you know, we communicate so much over the phone and, and via email and this year has been unique that, um, you know, we, we previously would have gone, you know, six months to a year without seeing some of the people that you work with very frequently. I mean, when we work with most of the, we work with all of the major players that in the sample game and some of the smaller ones. Um, and before this previous year, you didn't really see people face to face because we weren't having zoom and Skype calls and meetings like that on a regular basis. They were mostly emails or, you know, a quick telephone call. We're not face to face. So I do feel like I've actually had more face time with a lot of people who will be attending this conference than I previously had over the last year, but it'll be good to, you know, kind of just stand and in the presence of other people and, and sit and share a meal and, and yeah. talk about, you know, some of the crazy things that we've all experienced, you know, both personally and professionally over the last yep. year. So I'm looking forward to kind of getting back to the new normal. Yep. And the person I'm most excited for you to meet is our coworker, West Coast Amy, who lives in West LA. West Coast Amy. Yeah. <laughs> and she's worked with us for, I don't know, is it six months, 60 months? I don't know. She's just <laughs> been with here. us. She's been with us for about 90 days and um, came um, 
with high recommendations from a former um, colleague of mine that used to work at Cantar. Um, and so he reached out to me mentioning that he had this, you know, gem of a person that would be a great fit for our company and uh, was able to have her introduced to some of our team members and she's um, working out great. So I, I'm really looking forward to actually meeting her in person. I don't think that we've had a remote employee that literally worked on the other side of the company or other side of the country before. Yeah. So um, yeah. I'm excited, excited for you. Me too. Um, and, and for her, you know, it can't be easy to not meet anyone personally that you work with every day. And especially now that we're back in the office and you can kind of see a culture start forming again. Mm-hmm. For those of us that are back in the office, it probably is, creates even more challenges for people that are remote. Um, and uh, how tall do you think she is? Do you think she's over six foot tall, five foot four? I wonder how tall she is. I, I'm thinking five, six. I'm not thinking five, six. Um, so there's a lot of people, for people who don't know, we have some tendencies at EMI. We hire people with similar names and um, often like some similar traits and attributes. So I think West Coast Amy is going to be very similar to um, maybe our OG Amy, Amy Carter, <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> okay. our operations manager. And I feel like West Coast Amy may be closer to that five, two, five, four <laughs> range. Um, man, when she hears this back, she'll <laughs> be like, there's two people. I don't still don't know the heights of, I've met the other three that we had, that we hired during the pandemic that I hadn't met before. I've met them since, but her and Angie, Angie lives in Rochester, New York. And, and then West coast, Amy lives in LA. So it's kind of just fun to, you know, goofing off, I guess. To, yeah. Yeah, have fun with people. But yeah, that, but that'll be my first text from you is I want the height of West Coast Amy. <laughs> I will definitely give you that. <laughs> um, and some pictures, of course. Um, well, for those of you traveling to SampleCon, I think you're going to have a lot of fun and you're going to be a step ahead of people that aren't attending. It's such good content. And Mary, I'm really glad you get to go. So that's awesome. Come back with a ton of notes and stories. That'll be, man, I'm really jealous. I definitely will do that. Maybe I'll pack you in my suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> Sneak up there. That'd be fun. Um, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you all enjoyed the episode. Reach out to us if you have any questions. Like and share us on whatever platform you're listening to. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, everybody. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.